Anyways, welcome back, crypto fam, to Sin City Crypto. We are coming at you live from Global Studios in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, with another one of our amazing live episodes. Before we get into the content, quick disclaimer we're not financial advisors. Don't take our financial advice. Do your own research. I'm your co host, David. Let's meet your least favorite co host, Big Rob. What's that? Hola, it's your boy, Big Rob, back in the house. Welcome to Sin City Crypto. If it's your first time checking us out, a little bit about us here. We're an entertainment-focused cryptocurrency channel where we take the old and boring, stale information and we package it up in a fun and sexy way, just like your favorite co-host here. Now, uh, I do want to give a shout-out to Global Media. They are our media partners. They broadcast us out not only to YouTube, but other channels as well. And then... This isn't the only thing we do. We don't just do live streams. We do deep dives. This is the live stream, though. Check out the deep dives. And we're a young, growing channel. Grow with us. Hit the subscribe button. If you're not subscribed already. Hit the like button, uh, especially DFib, Sean, Stereo 2. Hit the like button so that way maybe we get some more people in the, uh, the chat here. Algorithm likes the likes. I like the likes. Do you like the likes, David? Love the likes. You like the likes? I'm liking the likes. You like the likes? Like. Like. Okay, cool. That's it? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. What you got, David? What's up? Welcome back to our amazing people in the chat. Sean, DFib, Stereo2. Welcome back, you guys. Appreciate you coming back on the slate today. Hey, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here. What? When, when we hit 100,000 subscribers, uh, Stereo2, DFib, and Sean, we're going we're gonna to fly you guys out to Vegas. Uh, Stereo2 is already in Vegas, but we're going to fly everybody else out to Vegas. And we're gonna we're gonna have a party, bro. When it's all it's all all taken care of by me and uh, me and your boy David here. So yeah, we 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 we're gonna and in Vegas we we go big. We don't do bullshit. Mm -mm. We do some. That's right. We go all out. All is all. We going balls deep. Baby. Balls deep, baby. That's right. What's ball deep mean? What's ball deep mean? What was that? Balls deep, like as deep as you possibly can. Oh, okay. All right, I got you. I'm. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but uh, that was good. <laughs> Never mind. So on the slate today, we're gonna have our hot take. The hot take today is going to be, well, I'll tell you in a second. Then we're going to move on to our daily talking points, followed by market analysis. But before we get into the hot take, what's, what's one thing, Robin, that you learned in 2021 that you're not going to do again in 2022 relating to crypto investing? So, well, first of all, I would like to say that everybody talked about how terrible 2020 was. And it, how it was, you know what? 2020 was, was terrible, but 2021 was even worse. Why? <laughs> it was. Okay. We started off the year with the whole January 6th, the uh, insurrection thing, the attack on the Capitol. Uh, we had uh, all the money printing, the inflation. Uh, the crypto markets really didn't, uh, didn't do as well in the second half of 2021 as uh, people had hoped for. It was no blow off top. At the same time, we didn't also go into a bear market before, for that reason. Uh, however, I think 2022 is, is looking juicy, my dude. So I'm, I'm really excited uh, what, what's to come. Um, so are you going to answer my question? What was the question again? Jesus Christ. You yeah, I just, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to explain. Hey, okay, yeah. Not a great, fan of 2021. Great backstory. I'm saying, what did you do in 2021 that you're going to learn from and not make the same mistake that you made okay. relating uh, to crypto investing? I'm not going to give the details of, of, uh, of a said transaction I did. Uh, let's just say why? why just do it man okay i'm just gonna i'm just gonna leave it at this okay i, I don't want to i don't want to go too far into detail okay but uh your boy missed out on 40 million dollars uh because i exited my position a little early on uh on a cryptocurrency 
Uh, so that one kind of stung. Uh, so uh, if there's any advice I would give to my future self uh, for, for the 2022 Big Rob, I would say uh, always leave a little bit of investment, no matter how risky, no matter what the project is. If you make some money on it, always leave a little bit behind in case you get a moonshot or a run up uh, because you, you never know. So uh, for me, uh, that's my biggest lesson I've learned is that no matter how much profit I make, no matter how much the, the project may seem like it may, may not work out, always leave a little bit of investment behind just in case. And in my situation, uh, even if I would have left 10%, I'd still be sitting on $4 million, uh, in additional revenue for the year. So, uh, not saying I did pretty well, I did pretty well, but I could have definitely been a lot better. Now we're just gonna leave it at that. Thank you. You don't David. want to share the name of the no, coin. No, 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 no. Just Come go on. ahead. Thank you. Thank Tell you. Us. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't Come worry about on. it. That's a story for another year, my baby. Why? Come yeah. on, bro. What, 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 know, what say you, my dude? What John say you? wants to know. Come on, bro. Just tell him. Hey, listen, we've all pulled out too early. I got three kids, so I'm not good at that. I'm just saying, <laughs> we all pull out of projects a little too early. We can't predict the future. Just tell us what coin it was, please. Please. We're going to, we got, well, that's, it's for another, I'll buy it's, you for lunch a, after it's, for, it's for a deep dive. I'll buy you lunch. It's not for a deep dive. That's for a deep dive. It's the not. Deep dive into my portfolio. We'll, we'll go into I it. will buy you lunch. David, let's go. Okay. Let's go. All right. Let's get into our hot take. Roll it. That's hot. Ooh, caliente. All right, so the hot take today. What are your realistic expectations for fiscal year 2022 relating to cryptocurrency and blockchain? You want to okay, take the lead on this so, one? So crypto predictions for 2022 or just... Okay, like what are your realistic expectations? What, what's going to happen? What's gonna happen in the crypto sphere? Yeah, what do you think is going to happen? Whether it's price okay. movement, regulation, anything. Okay. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll kind of touch on... I'll start with, I'll start where the market's going. I'll start with the prices. Uh, we, we are still in the middle of a, uh, bull market. Don't, don't, don't let it, don't get it twisted. Okay. We're not in a bear market. We might be in a downward trend. However, the four year cycle has been broken. 2021 has told us one thing, no longer are we on this having, and then we go into a parabolic rise and then we go into the bear market. No longer. That does not exist anymore. There is too many people in crypto. There's too much money in crypto. There's too many hodlers that in the past, in 2017 and 2012, people didn't believe in crypto and, and its mass adoption. People didn't believe that it was something that was going to take over the world. They, they were excited about what it was, but they didn't, they didn't believe in the project. So what ended up happening, people were just simply investing to make money. And when somebody had a position and they had made 10x, 100x, whatever, whatever amount of money were sitting in their portfolio, they saw the prices tanking and they got out to, to secure whatever profits they had. And at that point, people were scared, didn't get back into it. It's a completely different dichotomy now. There's no, that thought process is gone. So now people know crypto's here to stay. People understand that Bitcoin is not going to go anywhere. And with that said, we are not going to go into a prolonged bear market any longer. And so you're saying the, the two year bear market cycles are over. They're over. They're over. They're done. And, and I think we're going to, what we've seen in the last second, or what we've seen in the second half of 2021 is that we've been going into these three month, three to four month cycles where we have a run up and then a pullback, a run up and a pullback. So 
I would expect that we get to $70,000 Bitcoin, perhaps in February, and then we get a pullback, goes back down to 55,000, and then it'll trade sideways for a couple months, and then we'll go up to 80,000, then the same will happen. Uh, now, outside of a black swan event, that's what I'm expecting. Now, when I say black swan event, the, the thing that comes to mind is the Bitcoin spot ETF. So just off of sheer liquidity of all of the new investors purchasing Bitcoin on the exchange, the uh, off of Wall Street, with that, uh, you're gonna get a you're gonna get so much Bitcoin getting scooped up for the ETF. So if if all of a sudden ten billion dollars pops into an ETF, uh, which the futures ETF, David, yes. it was ten billion dollars in in, in forty eight hours, and it didn't really do anything. to And the price. that that was just the futures. So just imagine, I would probably think $100 billion is probably more realistic for what is going to get purchased in the first week. So, if, if, so that's a 10% rise right off the jump. That's, that's just Wall Street alone and, and basically the, the acquisition of Bitcoin. Uh, so just in the price, so that's just price. So basic, come January, end of January, early February, $70,000, $80,000 Bitcoin. We're going to get a few pullbacks. I forecast a $200,000 Bitcoin by the end of the year. And that is with the, with the assistance of the spot ETF passed by the SEC. Grayscale's application uh, goes uh, in front of the SEC unless it gets delayed again in January. So uh, that's, if that's, that might be the precursor to the, the, next, the next bull cycle. Uh, and then also, I, I do want to say that blockchain technology is getting adopted by more and more companies throughout the world and especially here in the United States. So what you saw last year with all of these companies and all these celebrities promoting NFTs and taking, you had McDonald's taking NFTs, Wendy's, Burger King, like all of these different companies were, were basically trying to monetize this new craze, which is NFTs. Just replace NFT with crypto. That's what's going to happen next year. So, so you're going to have fall off. You're going to have Walmart, Target. They're going to start paying their employees or giving them an option to receive their salary in a cryptocurrency of their choice. Probably will start with Bitcoin uh, and then move down the ladder. Also, the infrastructure that we have now is made better with blockchain technology, especially the data management. So data storage can be securely can, because you look at all these hacks and the, all of these. Uh, ransomware where they they get a data server these things don't generally happen with with cryptocurrency blockchain so instead of keeping sensitive information on a database that can be hacked by one person you can keep it on a blockchain which can only be hacked if the entire system is compromised but if the system like bitcoin for example with all of their nodes is a very secure network and if you decided to store data on the bitcoin network it's unhackable and if you have, if a banking system decides to put people's credit card information and their names and their social security numbers, they decide to put that on a blockchain, it's not going to get hacked. And so it just makes sense that this, uh, this will get adopted from one industry to the other. So with the, ind with the industry, just to, just to recap here, you're going to have, instead of NFTs, every company relaunching one, every company is going to start accepting crypto. They're going to start paying their employees in crypto. You're going to be able to, your banking system is going to be offering you crypto custody. They're going to offer you, just like you go on Coinbase for an exchange, you're going to be able to go to your Bank America website and transact your dollars into cryptocurrency. Now, let me ask That's you, my predictions for next year. Let me ask year. you this question. Do you think if the banks do that, they'll be able to provide some sort of insurance if your wallet gets hacked or, or 
if their account gets hacked because right now but i think what they're going to do is they're going to put it in their own parameters so it's not going to be saying, like hold your secure keys. it just yeah. like coinbase right if coinbase it's, gets hacked there is no security the only thing you'll get money back on is if you hold any cash in your coinbase account but any crypto if coinbase gets hacked and your crypto gets stolen you're shit out of luck um what i'm saying is do you think if banks start to custody your crypto they're going to give you some layer of insurance or protection that if they get hacked, you're going to get money back on your crypto, not just the cash you hold in your bank account. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, hundred percent. That's the case. However, and I however, what for, however, the same way that they store your cash at the current moment is going to be the same way that they store your, your cryptocurrency. So you're not going to get a wallet with a seed phrase that has a different login. You're literally going to go to your, your website. You're going to go to bankamerica.com. I'm just going to use Bank America because that's our, our, our largest institution here in the U.S. You go to bankamerica.com. You open up your accounts. You're going to have your checking account, your savings account, and then your crypto account. And you click on your crypto account, and then there it is. And if you want to cash out your crypto, you need to move it to, your, to your, either your savings and your checkings and then, and then transfer it over into a currency. That's the only way it's going to work. It's the, way, it's the thing that makes the most sense. And whatever's the simplest, for the users that aren't crypto savvy, that's how the banks are going to do it. They, they don't want to overcomplicate it. They're not trying to give it a different network and a different login. They're just going to just going to be another tab: checking, saving, crypto. And then somebody that isn't very smart in crypto, or you know, at least not experienced, they can buy crypto, and then when they want to sell, they just transfer it over to their savings account or, or checking account. That's it, it, it's the only way it'll work. Just, just because of the sheer amount of members that they have in the banks, it's the only way that it makes sense. So, okay, well, What's your 2022 prediction, bro. Or, or you got anything to harp on what I said? Or no, nah, no, nah, I okay. kind of, uh, I don't agree with everything you said, but uh, I agree with most of it. So, I have a couple. The first one, we saw the NFT craze, right? In 2021, you saw NFTs going for millions of dollars, the amount of money you can buy a, a freaking Picasso for. I think the next craze for 2022 are going to be community tokens, right? You have all these influencers and celebrities that have built big, strong communities that follow them in whatever they do. And if you know, influencers and creators are always looking to monetize on everything they do, including their communities. I think community tokens, and this is not just for celebrities and creators, I'm talking sports teams i'm talking politicians i'm like i'm talking everyone right if you have a certain skill set or you're liked you're gonna want to capitalize on your community and you're gonna want to monetize it you're gonna see the rally of coins that support that rally is a big one it's currently traded on coinbase you can go on rally.io you can create your own token and you can bring your community they buy your tokens they get special things like an hour phone conversation or special merchandise or content or if you're a musician you can do special uh shows that only your community token holders are able to buy tickets and go to so i think for my first prediction that's going to be what we're what's going to be the next craze in crypto next year what what where do you think the the market's going to go as far as price price movement uh we'll just stick to bitcoin uh okay. what, what do you think bitcoin is going to be in q1 two three and four like where what where, where do you you don't have to go each quarter but just just trying to try to lay, lay out what, what you think is going to happen next year is this okay so bitcoin so let's say there's Price no targets let's say there's no spot etf okay i can see 70k by the end of q1 
I think by the end of Q2, we're going to be closer to like 60, 65. And I think we're going to see a really big run up in the summer during Q3. And then Q4, I think as when you say big run up, where, where, where are you I'm thinking? I'm talking like 90 to 100K. That's that's you. That's the high. That's, that's my the big high. run. That's my big run up. Yeah. And, you know, go and uh, I forget. I think it was Sean or, or someone in the chat said right now institutions are selling off their crypto. They I think, are for tax purposes. Yes. And I think more of that is going to happen. I think Q4 of every year, we're going to start seeing companies. You're right back there. <laughs> He's over here choking on water. We're going to see more as more institutions get into crypto. We're going to see more liquidating towards the end of the year. If they're putting losses or unrealized gains on their tax forms to reduce their tax liability, we're going to see more of that. So I think Q4 moving forward, December are always going to be bad months, but there'll be good time to accumulate going into the new year. And my second prediction is I think South America is going to continue to adopt cryptocurrency. I think we're definitely going to see Brazil accept Bitcoin or any crypto as legal tender. And I think there's going to be another one. Brazil is a huge economy. So yes. if they if they start, if they adopt Bitcoin as far as the legal currency, uh, that is... Whoo, they're a big player, my dude. That's a huge country. Um, hey, what do you what do you think? What's your crypto prediction for our channel? What what do you think? What, what do you think twenty twenty is gonna bring for old Sin City Crypto? Twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. If you guys know how much time and money we've put into this operation, your boy broke now. <laughs> we're we're putting Robin on the streets. Uh, we're we're selling him for like twenty cents a minute. Nah, but. If we keep the pace we are and we keep growing our amazing community, I have zero doubt by the end of next year, we'll be at at least half a million subscribers. And yeah. that's like at the very least. Um, I feel like we're so blessed. We have a media company behind us. They're going to start helping us out. So uh, we keep doing what we're doing. You guys keep coming back, liking the video, subscribing. We get in there together, baby. Let's that's do right. it. That's right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go uh, Q Q1. I think we're going to hit uh, 5,000 subscribers. Uh, Q2, we're going to be at uh, 15,000. Uh, Q3, 100K, baby. We're going to go parabolic rise in Q3. Yeah, so. So, so Sean, Sean mentioned something. He said retail is getting pushed out because these whales are buying. Well, Sean, I, I got something to tell you, bro. Bitcoin wallet addresses with non-zero amounts. So it could be a millionth of a Bitcoin. As long as it's not a negative or a zero amount, there's never been more wallet addresses. Can you have a before. negative account? Can you go negative in Bitcoin? I guess you, I guess you can't really, but I'm saying. I, I mean, got, I don't know. I didn't know if it was possible. As long okay. a cent or any amount of money is considered a non-zero wallet, okay. we are at the highest that we have ever been in since the inception of Bitcoin. Yes, some of that is what are whales that are buying, but if you're getting a rise in non-zero addresses, this is ours retail. Do you think that we'll get to 10 viewers today? Because we're we're on the cusp we're at eight baby we're, let's go so let's yeah go. we're we're only two away we our all time high is nine so we we've uh, we scratched the surface so yeah uh, if you got a if you got a little kid sitting on the uh, on the couch there with their iPad <laughs> let's, log them in log them in let's go them on. let's go. get to ten today baby all right let's <laughs> let's move on to our first segment the talking points roll it. All right. Sean, we appreciate you, bro. Spread the word like the gospel. He said he's going to spread the Sin City gospel, too. Yeah, just like David spreads his legs. <laughs> Weird. Okay. Men don't spread their legs, really. But anyways, I don't know what you do on your time off. Let's pull up the laptop here. First article we're going to go over. 
Your boy, our boy. We love this man. What's his name again? Uh, Michael, Michael S- Saylor. Did you literally forget his name? It was a joke, bro. Okay. For Michael Strat- for MicroStrategy, they bought another 1914 Easy. Bitcoin. They are currently holding $6 billion worth. The cool thing about this is they have been dollar cost averaging. They literally buy almost every single dip. They're sitting at about 5% of all the Bitcoin in circulation. Yeah, 5% is in the the hands of one person. You know what? That's only MicroStrategy. Uh, Michael Saylor is as well as himself. He hasn't he hasn't re- uh, discussed his portfolio holdings him, uh, personally for for what he holds, but he holds a lot of Bitcoin himself. So I would imagine if he's the CEO of Bitcoin, I mean, not Bitcoin. If he's the CEO of uh, well, he's like the mascot of Bitcoin. So he you know he's the face. You know he's the cheerleader. And anyways, they should they should put him on the on the token that's on the uh, coin list and all that shit. So anyways. Uh, I th- I would say he probably has. Well, how many how many Bitcoin do you think Michael Saylor has in his? Wallet? I don't know, but five hundred. But, but MicroStrategy holds. He's got five hundred Bitcoin. Michael, sorry, MicroStrategy currently holds one hundred twenty four thousand three hundred ninety one Bitcoin at an average price of thirty thousand dollars per Bitcoin. So they are sitting juicy right now. Man. Michael Saylor, if you're watching, man, we got this beautiful red couch over here. We're trying to get you in the studio. Uh, we'll take care of you nice uh, uh, in a nice Vegas fashion. Take you out to the Raiders game and all that fun stuff. So yeah, come watch on, the come, Raiders lose. Come, come hang out with us here. Yeah. All right. Talk Bitcoin. We're going to move on to the next That's article. That's all we're going to talk about for Michael Hold on. This is This is a good one. All right. So, of course, everyone's got their predictions for crypto. Uh, we found this one. So Arcane Research, they're one of the leading research companies involved in crypto. They made some of their predictions. We're going to kind of go over that with you guys. First one. Bitcoin will outperform the S&P 500 in 2022. No shit. Uh, that's not really... The one that's got me kind of uh, right here. In case you don't know, Arcane Research is one of the biggest financial institutions in the country. Uh, they are respected by all financial traders. Not all, but most of the financial traders. All the, all, the all the big players take what they say and they analyze, they 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 t- do analysis on on what they're putting out. So they analyze, yeah, analyze. No, honestly, like they, Donald Trump. When when you're when you're when you're a, a publicly traded company or you're just a huge huge Wall Street investor, analyze. you you have you use different resources. Just like when we're doing crypto research for our investment, these big players are 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 doing their own research. And they get they get reports. From players like Arcane Research, uh, uh, TD Ameritrade, and all that, and all that other crap. So, yeah, analysis, analysis. <laughs> all right, about that? <laughs> back, to, back to the point I was trying to make. XRP. So this is another one of their predictions. XRP. Nine viewers, bro. One away, baby. XRP and Cardano will fall out of the top ten. Okay, so I'll start. XRP. Yes, because of the lawsuit hanging over their head. Cardano, you're you're fucking high. You're absolutely high. I do think there's going to be new. Who's going to take XRP's spot? So it'll you, either you, be Avalanche. So it'll so be you're Avalanche. You're saying Cardano is not going to leave the top. Cardano 10? is not leaving. XRP I mean, will. Jesus Christ, we went over. Yes, XRP will. Unless the lawsuit goes bye bye. Okay. Then I don't think that'll happen because of what everything you said yesterday about the liquidity buy up, the exchanges having to buy up XRP to uh, hold on their uh, beep, 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 on their on their uh, balance sheets, um, but. I do think XRP will leave. 
I do think Terra Luna will leave, and I think we're going to see something like a Polygon, Avalanche. Polygon for sure. I can see Algorand in the top 10. Um, if you have yeah. watched our show at all in the last month, two months, or if you've ever watched our show, there's one project that we are fully behind. If anything, if we need a poster or a logo here, or if we need a sponsorship by anybody, it has to be Polygon because we are fully behind Polygon, or at least I am. I said, David, how do you feel about Polygon? Uh, well... They just... Uh... Okay, never mind. You're stealing my thunder. <laughs> now, look, with Polygon here, le le Ethereum, le uh, the, the upgrade where it goes to proof of stake where it's faster, cheaper, and better. Anyways, it's slow. It's outdated. A lot of traffic. Uh, very high transaction fees. Uh, nobody wants to use Ethereum on a daily basis. Yeah, if you're going to use Ethereum, it's to, just to make a, a big trade here or there. But nobody wants to use Ethereum every freaking day. It's just too expensive. So with that said... Where do you go instead of Ethereum? You go to Polygon, and with Blue the delay, break. with the delay of the upgrade until summer of 2022, it leaves a ton of running room for Polygon. Polygon in the top six in the top next six. six months, bro. In the next six months, huh? Top six. It's gonna, it's gonna make some movement. I'm easily. I was having a conversation. Well, with, you know who's uh, at six right I had now? A conversation right? with Frank, uh, one of our, one of our uh, associates, somebody we, we know pretty well. Uh, Frank was asking me what project I... I Frank? Frank F? No, uh, Indian Frank. Yeah, Frank uh, F. So, yeah, yeah, Frank F. Yeah. Now, he, he, wanted to, he wanted to know about a, a new project to get into. And I was, uh, I was like, look, man, the, I think this, the most secure investment with the biggest upside, so basically very little risk, lots of upside polygon, 100%. $10 polygon, here You're we come, wrong. baby, let's You're go. Wrong. You're wrong. That is not the most upside and less risk. You know what is? Hey, Pasa, which one? Take a guess. You're going to say Avalanche, right? Cardano. Oh. You can literally get in. So the all-time high was $3.20. And that's before they even deployed their smart contracts. So you're going to have smart contract. You're going to have dApps. They're taking over the entire governments in Africa. All that's going to come to fruition. Maybe not 100% in 2022, but I, like, I feel extremely safe to put enough money in cardano where it once it does hit that 15 20 mark i can retire if you believe in cardano in the long term this is a great time to enter we're sitting at a dollar 50 are we still at a dollar 50 right now dollar 40 something dollar even cheaper dollar 40 something so uh there was a dollar 36 dollar whoa all right uh, we're gonna go off air for a minute i need to make a transaction no so uh there was a ton of buy orders and there was so much fomo into the project when is that a dollar 80 and well short of what all-time highs it was trading over two dollars for months uh so with that said a dollar 40 is juicy it is super sexy i i think it's a great time to enter i think it's a great project we went over the ecosystem yesterday uh there's tons of of dApps apps nfts are really big on it and they're they have their erc20 converters basically uh kind of the same philosophy on how a developer can just develop on on polygon very simply it's easy to code over the exact same thing is going to happen with developers on Ethereum, they can code over to Cardano. So uh, it is going to have mass adoption from different players. So once the ball gets rolling, it's gonna, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So really excited to see where that's going to be in 2022. Okay, so the, other, the next prediction they made is traditional gaming companies will increasingly add NFTs. Uh, they predict that traditional gaming brands will branch in the NFT space and capitalize on the burgeoning market. Even more crypto companies will go public and several will have valuations above 5 billion, no shit. 
And Bitcoin ETFs will hold more than 1 million Bitcoin by the end of 2022. I think that's like... So they're talking about spot ETFs? They're, they're talking about futures ETFs. <clears throat> futures? Yeah. So they're, they're saying they're going to go from 846,000 to a million. Okay, well... Great. There's a lot of how it. much research. Okay, how much money did you pay your researcher to, to come up with this fucking prediction? Oh, we're at a eight hundred forty-six thousand. We'll definitely get to a million in twenty twenty-two. Well, no shit. If you want to hire either me or David, uh, if you're any uh, uh, traditional financial institution, you're looking for somebody to make price predictions. Uh, we have very nice, colorful charts we can put together for you, uh, and we have some amazing predictions. And I'm extremely intelligent. I know what's going on in the crypto space. That's why you're tuning in. Thank you. Give me uh, a call. How, uh, how many times a day do you pat yourself on the back? Let's move on. Decentraland to get a Times Square New Year's Eve celebration. The blockchain and crypto investor, digital currency group, and the international real estate firm Jamestown announced Wednesday that they're going to recreate a significant cultural site within the virtual world platform, Decentraland, one Times Square. If you're not familiar with one Times Square, this is where they do the New Year's Eve ball drop every year on December 31st. Starting this year, it's going to be in the metaverse. So you're going to be able to celebrate New Year's Eve in the metaverse. Dude, they, the, 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 the ball dropping New Year's Eve in Times Square, one Times Square in New York, is a worldwide event. People watch it all over the world. There's so many people that are hesitant to go into large groups, and we've all seen what the ball drop looks like on TV. It's just tons of people packed into a small area, and it's cold outside. Nobody wants to be in, in New York right now. It is fucking freezing. Are we at 10, are we at 10 viewers? We're at 10. There it is. We just broke a new milestone today. So uh, congratulations to, uh, to Sin City Crypto. Thank you. Thank you for watching, guys. Anyways, think of this. Decentraland, okay? They are replicating the the town the time the Times Square Times Square. They're replicating Times Square, and they're gonna do the ball drop there. So I'm really excited. You know what? I'm gonna go home. I'm not even I'm not even fabricating this. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna make an account. I'm gonna go check it out. Uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, do you have a VR headset, David? I don't. No, maybe we should get one. Okay. Uh, and then you're gonna buy me one. Maybe maybe I'll get you one for for your birthday. When's your birthday? I'd already passed oh, okay. two weeks ago. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Easter. Okay, Easter. <laughs> Easter, yeah, for sure. I'm sure they'll probably do an Easter egg hunt into Central Land. That sounds like yeah, something they'd do. Yeah. Uh, but either way, like you could party on the streets of uh, of town, Times Square uh, instead of being in New York cold and have to fly and all this crap and COVID regulations. He's going to have a party there. It sounds like a lot of fun. I'm really excited. Uh, there's been a lot of celebrities. Well, you have there. to show vaccine cards. Ooh. Do you, do you think you have to get a vaccine in the metaverse? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, well like, I get it. Like, and I'm not virtual, talking against COVID. I'm talking about like. I'll get a virtual vaccine. But, but what I'm saying is that like, you know, just to make sure you're not compromising the network. Because, you know, you can download a virus from your email. And then if you hop into the metaverse, maybe you have to get a vaccine card. True. To uh, make sure you're not corrupted, you know? Yeah, like you. All right. All right. Let's move on. Your girl, Robin's favorite woman, is in the news again. U.S. Senator on crypto. We need, to, we need real solutions to make the financial system work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Elizabeth Warren, Robin's favorite housewives of Capitol Hill, has argued that cryptocurrency is not a path to financial inclusion, like crypto advocates claim. But putting your money in the bank accounts definitely is. Bitcoin ownership is even more concentrated within the top 1% than dollars, she said, emphasizing the need for real solutions. 
to make the financial system work for everyone, not just the wealthy like herself. So, uh, man, keep keep your keep your girl in line, man. What is she? What is she? What's she smoking on here, Rob? What she you talking about? She's just a big hater, man. It's like every freaking, I think it's like every week or every other week, she's over here bashing cryptocurrency. Uh, she is intertwined with the banking system, and she does all of these these speeches and talks. Oh, 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 hey. Now, we do all these speeches. She does all these speeches and these talks in front of the big uh, financial institutions. Uh, she has all of this fundraising that comes in from the traditional banks uh so anyways it's not in her best interest to promote bitcoin however what she does is she bashes it and you know what if you're not if you're not behind bitcoin cool you don't have to be if you want to use dollars use dollars but don't sit here and just slander the bitcoin and the cryptocurrency just for the simple fact that you're looking out for your own investment i think it's extremely selfish i don't every time she opens her mouth only stupid things come out not a big I, you know I don't know. I, I got nothing else to say about her, bro. So she, uh, <clears throat> she cited a study that says the top 10,000 Bitcoin accounts hold 5 million Bitcoins, an equivalent to approximately $232 billion. Someone on Twitter uh, came back at her and said, this is not true. The fixed Bitcoin supply means ownership gets less concentrated over time in congruence with adoption, usage, and creation of value. There is no other alternative to fixing the money printing problem that results in an invisible tax on the average citizen. If they were smart, they would stop shitting on crypto and say, hey, people are making they're, money. They're always twisting weird facts. Let's, 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 let's tax them, right? Because if you make money on an investment, you should pay taxes. You shouldn't get raped, but you should pay taxes. And they can take that money. Well, they would take that money and fuck it up anyways because they don't know what they're doing. But, but the, the funny thing is, is that they're always using, they're always using like weird facts or, or statistics that aren't exactly relevant. Uh, so for an example, we have, uh, they've, they've always used this like Bitcoin is not green. It's, it's terrible energy. It uses the, the, the power of a small country. Yeah. When they compare it to using the power of a small country, they're usually picking a country that doesn't have a lot of electricity. Like, let's let's be real. Like the the ten percent of all the energy used in the United in, in the in the world is through air conditioners. Ain't nobody telling you to stop using your air conditioner. We're talking about Vegas or just everywhere? No, everywhere in the world. Ten percent of the energy energy consumption goes to uh, ACs. And with the population increasing, and not to mention, like, how much money, how much energy does all the banking systems use? You know, every ATM that's plugged in, all the branches that are around the world, all of those big, every city you go to, you see a skyscraper with Bank of America written on the top, or Wells Fargo, or whatever it is. So, if you were to take all of the computers that are plugged in, and all of those offices, and all of the branches, and all the lights that are on, and all the all of the all of the computers and the data storage, the financial system that we have now eats up so much energy so much more than bitcoin uh and then they always use these stupid facts just like she's trying to say that oh only a certain percent of the holders it's it's just it's whales controlling yeah there's a lot of whale movement but that's in any financial institution it's in any monetary system so it doesn't matter if it's the dollar if it's the yen there's going to be some big whales that have a lot of it that can push the market around and it's no different for Bitcoin. It's no different for the dollar. So this narrative is stupid and she is too. So thank you. All right. We both, we all agree. 
Politicians need more training on cryptocurrency, except for Senator Loomis and the other two or three. Would you run for office, David? Hell no. No? Hell no. I feel like even if you went in with a good heart and good intentions, you, you, would, get, you would get corrupted yeah. just, just naturally. You'd literally like, probably get strong-armed. Yeah, the CIA would be like, look, man, you're going to pass this bill, bro. We know where you live. <laughs> we know where your wife lives. We know where your kids live. If you don't do this, we will literally erase your entire generation off the face of the planet. Then what are you, you going to do? Let's move on. Just talked about Polygon. They upgraded a fix that they had a bug in their system that put $24 billion worth of Matic at risk. Ethereum-based layer two scaling network Polygon has quietly fixed a vulnerability that put almost $24 billion worth of Matic at risk. According to the blog, the critical vulnerability in the network's proof of stake Genesis contract was first highlighted by two white hat hackers on December 3rd and 4th via a bug bounty hosting platform. So, you're not familiar with white hat hackers. They're not your average hackers that hack things to, to cause malicious harm. They are hired, like, think of bounty hunters, right? They're saying, okay, if you can find a flaw in our code, we'll pay you money, right? So, that's what they are. They found a flaw that had $24 billion worth of Matic at risk. You didn't hear about it. They just fixed it. Is this a, is this a good thing or a bad thing? This is a realistic thing. This is what happens all the time in cryptocurrency. This is an emerging technology. It is not perfected. It's not perfect. And it probably will never be perfect. There's always going to be vulnerabilities. It's just how the developers move and fix things. Uh, and the scary part about all of this is as we move into decentralization, then the developers lose a little bit of, of the, the power to fix things. So right now to change something in the bitcoin code it has to be presented uh to the bitcoin miners and then they have to vote on it and then it'll go into anyways it's kind of scary to think about it uh, as much as i believe in cryptocurrency it is realistic that there are compromises in the the coding uh if you don't already know if you're not familiar with the ethereum classic that is that is the ethereum blockchain that got hacked and then they had to fix it after the fact and after they fixed it, they made a hard fork and lo and behold, you had two different chains. Uh, so that is realistic. That could happen again. There was also a very similar story with Ethereum earlier this year. They had fixed a loophole that was in their coding that, that, was, that nobody knew about and it could have compromised the network yet again. So we could have had a, an Ethereum Classic 2.0. And then we could have went in if, if there was a hacker that what is found Ethereum it. Classic? Ethereum Classic is the original blockchain. It's just, it's, it's just, the original Ethereum blockchain. And then what ended up happening was there was a hack on the network and a lot of people lost their money. And then they came to, they came to a crossroads. Do you roll back? Do you roll back the blockchain, which everybody knows once a block is made and certified and, and validated, uh, then there's no going back. You can't, you can't go back and change a transaction in the Bitcoin blockchain that, that was done yesterday or that was done last year. It is what it is, uh, even if there is a compromise to security. So that's what ended up happening. The chain kept going on, but there was a lot of people that lost their money. So they decided to roll back the transactions and, 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 and the, to the point right before the hack happened. So they rolled back the transaction right at the point that that, that happened. They fixed the coding, and then they gave everybody their, so everybody got their money back. They fixed the coding, and they forked it. And then the original chain just kept going. 
with all with all the people that had their money. So that's why there's no developers on Ethereum Classic because it's just an old dead chain. However, for whatever reason, you can still buy it and sell it and trade it. People are still it's still in the top twenty or is it top thirty? Nah, hell no. Where's it at? ETC. It's a uh... ETC. I'd be surprised if it's in the top fifty. It's a big player. Oh, 41. Oh, 41? It got up into the top 20s. Uh, there was like a big big push in, uh, there's a big investment uh, run up on that one. So Yeah, it reached, um, shit, it reached like, it reached over almost, it reached over 100 bucks. It reached yeah. $150. What's it at right what now? The fuck is buying Ethereum Classic? What's it if at? If you bought Ethereum Classic, raise your hand in the chat. Because I have not, you bought Ethereum Classic? What the fuck? You... You bought Ethereum Classic? I actually bought oh, it. At, I bought it at 120, and I think I sold it at like 130. I think I, I made like a little bit of money. Why did you buy? I it? saw a potential to enter in the market. I saw that it was having a, a run up. Just yeah. Yeah. What? A, well, you gotta put money in something else. All right, let's move on to our next segment. We like to call, or that everyone calls, the market analysis. We're rolling it for real this time. Nice handwriting you got there, David. Thank you, sir. All right, let's pull up the laptop. Markets are up a whole 1% over the last day. We are sitting at $2.24 trillion in total market cap. Bitcoin dominance still at 40%. What? I saw Bitcoin hit 46,000 last night. Yeah, well, it's back up to 47.8. Yeah, I was like, oh, like, oh, here we go. I thought we were going to hit the 45. Just keep in mind, 45,000 is a huge level of support for Bitcoin. It will not dip under 45,000 in the short term. Uh, My prediction. Thank 42 you. is actually a bigger. No, I, I get that. But I, I think 45 is, 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 is the juicy level We've right now. We've seen it bounce off 45 a few times. So yeah. they're both strong levels. But the fear and greed index tells us we are extremely fearful in the markets. We're at 22 out of 100. Um, now. As far as Bitcoin, I did mention new wallet addresses or wallet addresses with zero balances. Well, there was almost 1 million new wallets created between November and December for Bitcoin. So we're worried about retail being pushed out. Don't fret, my friends. Retail is coming back. I think the beginning of the new year, everyone's got their New Year's or their um, New Year's resolutions. I'm going to invest more money in this. I'm going to people are going to take a stronger look at crypto retail and institutions and whales included now ethereum 3764 and i'm actually going to do a little ta on ethereum so make sure you stay tuned for that finance coin sitting at 521 you have solana back to 175 it did dip below 170 if you bought some great job anything under 170 on solana is an amazing buy same with Cardano. Anything under $1.60, I think, is a great buy. You're at $1.37. Not even going to talk about XRP. Not even going to talk about Luna because I hate them. Was there any big gainers or losers uh, for, yeah. for today? Actually, I did want to go over. Uh, I wanted to talk about Algorand real quick. before. There any, you any, know what? Algorand is actually on the biggest loser. So let's, let's go check that out. I mean, biggest gainer. If there's a coin you want us to take a look at in the chat, just let us know. We'll, uh, we'll take a peek at it. So SushiSwap is up. 14%. Then you have Oasis Network. Now, I love Oasis Network, not because of what they do. They have one of the only female founders in the entire crypto space. Her name is Dawn Song. She's an absolutely incredible person. We need more women in 
the blockchain space. They are so much smarter than men. She's one of the, uh, she's the founder of Oasis Network. They're a privacy layer one blockchain that are integrating with other layer ones. And then we have Algorand. Saw a nice run up. We're at uh, up 12% on the day. Now, a little bit of news coming out of the Algorand camp. They have distributed 2 million tokens to drive DeFi adoption. So not necessarily strictly for Algorand, but for DeFi in general. But obviously, it's putting their name at the forefront of what they're trying to do in hopes of bringing more people to their blockchain. That is probably why we are seeing a run up here, up 12%, sitting at $1.71. We take a look at their three-month chart here. So a little far off from the all-time high. We're dipped down here. If you bought down here at any of these support levels, you did great, especially now with the run-up. Now, if I can exit out of this stupid chart, there we go. And then let's- buying any Algorand right now? Is it a good time to enter? Uh, right now? Yeah, right now. What do you I would think? Say, I would say no. I would wait. Some uh, agent of Saturn wants you to check out ICP. Uh, in case you didn't know, we just did a deep dive on ICP. Maybe that's what brought you to our channel. But uh, we are fans of Internet Computer Protocol. Uh, it is. It has a lot of promise. They have very lofty goals. So it is something we're behind. Uh, it is still relatively new. I think they have a lot of room to, to, to grow. I think, I know right now it's at like $27. Is that where it is? $25. $25. Uh, so when, when it got listed, it was at $600. I don't think it's going to reach that in any capacity in the very short term however i could see a hundred dollar icp especially if they start getting some um some actual utility and they start building out the web 3 as designed so uh where what say you on icp i'm actually uh working on pulling up the chart here okay. on icp so i can go over some of the technicals for uh who who's that who asked for icp it's uh, one of our new viewers agent okay. of saturn welcome to welcome right, to the show brother. man let me let me pull up icp here for you yeah, we, we have a we have a fun party here so that's we, right it's uh, it's always a good time, and uh, you can always uh, chit chat with Stereo Two and uh, Sean. They're here; they're pretty cool people. So, um, all right, here's what ICP looks like. All right, so this is the four hour chart. We're gonna go to the daily chart. All right, so what what I okay? So you see the bands are kind of constricting. So Bollinger bands essentially measure volatility. When the bands are closer together, that means it's in a consolidation. Um, if if I were, this would be if you're a believer in the project long term, this would be a good time in my opinion, not financial advice, that I would enter into ICP. Maybe if you want to save a few extra dollars, you'd wait till it touches its lower band, which is right around $21.39. You think it'll go under $20? Any anymore? I don't think so. I think the absolute floor is 20 bucks for this. So, we have so if 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 we lose this support, man, if we lose if we lose 20 bucks. Uh I think I there's no other support. You you can see here it because it's a fairly new project. Um, anything under 20 bucks, who, who has any idea? There they is no real level of support. There's, they have so many big partnerships. Uh, ICP has a lot of huge corporations, a lot of big financial investors, a lot of crypto investors, uh, uh, venture capitals. Uh, so there's a lot of money behind the project. I don't think these people are going to pull out. I think the people that are in the project now are the people that are going to be in it long term. So I think $20 is the support level that will never be broken. So with that said, in my opinion, uh, twenty five dollars is is only uh is only twenty five percent off of the all time of of the lowest the floor for it. So great time to enter. Uh, I I don't see any big movement in the next three months. So if you're looking for short term gains, 
I don't think this is the right project for you. However, if you're looking two to three years, if they can deliver on what they're what they're building out, I could definitely see a one to one to one hundred dollars to you know even eight hundred dollars uh, if eight hundred dollars if if they literally build the Web three and people are using it. Uh, but yeah, I can see I see a hundred bucks in within a year. You think you think it'll touch a hundred dollars next year? So because of the the gravity of what they're trying to do, I don't know. But I do know if their their roadmap comes to fruition, it, it will it will explode. It'll go past its all-time high of 700 when it first came on the market. Um Sean, look into Dusk. Are you talking about Dusk Protocol? I'm not familiar or with Dusk this. Network. Never heard of it. I don't think uh it's number 165, so it's in the top 200. Let's take a look at the chart. Let's see what the chart's telling us. Ooh. What's the all time on that? So this is a daily chart. Let's go back to price. Let's go to three months and then let's go to trading view. So I don't I, that's not a good time to enter on that one. If you if you yeah. pick some up, if you pick some up uh earlier, because yeah, you're you're in price discovery right now. So if you pick some up early, you're sitting good. Just just hold on to it. If you wanna if you wanna take profits, uh yeah, just, you're out just dollar time, cost average out. But as I mentioned earlier in the show, I would uh I would leave a little bit behind in case it moonshots even more. Uh, you want to click on the website for that? On Dusk? Yeah, just, just scroll up at the top. It'll be, you have uh, right there. Find out what this is about. We, we always want to know about new projects. The Privacy Blockchain for Financial Applications is a technology for securities and open source and secure blockchain infrastructure that businesses use to tokenize financial instruments and automate cost, costly processes. Okay. This kind of reminds me of what uh, Oasis does, yeah. Rose, the one we just touched on. You know, so the thing is, is with, with privacy coins uh, and the adoption, with it, and then integrating that into institutions, it is a pretty saturated market, uh, and you get to a point where, okay, so I mean, you're going against Litecoin, and everybody can see if they're if they're the front runner of privacy coins, Litecoin is is the leader in that space, and if they're the leader in that space, they're not really the sexiest project. So you know, if this is Litecoin, just isn't sexy. Yeah, exactly. Litecoin's ugly. So. Yeah, I, I, maybe I we'll do know. a dive on this one. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll check it out. But I but, don't know. I, I would say right now, just looking at that chart, I think I think you're in price discovery. I don't see too much more coming out of it. I would probably start dollar cost averaging out myself, and then I'd just leave my original investment or maybe 10, 20% behind. Yeah. And, uh, but I definitely wouldn't be entering in at this moment. I'd wait for a pullback. It looks like we're, we're, at, we're at pretty much all-time highs. So seems like a cool project. Uh, if you're not in, I would say wait. My theory is he always has he has some. Okay, good. Then, then you, depending on how much you believe in it, then either hold or if you made a shit ton of profit, take some. Take some. Nothing wrong with taking profit, my friends. Doesn't mean you're paper Treat yourself, hands. man. But like Robin said, always leave some behind. You never know, right, Robin? That's right. That's right. All right. There are two coins I wanted to go to over to, go over today as far as the TA. First one being Bitcoin. I have the daily chart, or sorry, the four hour chart pulled up here. You can see almost every time when we bounce and we cross the any of these blue Bollinger Band lines, we typically reverse to the opposite side. So we touched here, went up, touched back down. Now we're getting back to the 20-day moving average. All the indicators are pretty much flat. I do think we're in consolidation phase. You are going to see swings of 2 3%. But we know for crypto, that's really not a lot. So if you've been planning on dollar cost averaging, into bitcoin 
Now would be a good time. With ooh, that's a juicy candle right here. I'm telling you, man. Uh, uh, we are in consolidation, we, friends. We friends. love looking at the charts. Let me just tell you, man. The sentiment behind Bitcoin right now is that it is ready to pump. It's ready to go. Uh, and and it's only being supported by the charts behind me. I'm a big believer in January, uh, late January. I think it's going to be a slow first couple of weeks, uh, but I would say week three of January going into February, we're going to get some big run up. So let's let's uh, start packing the bags. Let's start let's start getting some more some more uh, positioning in on some of these coins. Uh, I think it's a great time to enter because yeah, we're about we're about to take off, baby. Agent of Saturn, you're welcome. Sean, you're welcome. As far as MTV, come back tomorrow and I will do a little bit digging deep on MTV and I'll, we'll, we'll do a little TA on that for you tomorrow, my friend. And the last coin I want to look at is Ethereum because I believe looking at this chart, now obviously technical indicators are never 100%, my friends. They could always be wrong. But this tells me that it is a great time. If you want to buy Ethereum, now is a great time to to come in there we cross below the lower bollinger bands we have a nice big green candle rsi is trending up we're at least going to get to this 20-day moving average in my opinion which is right around 39.50 so if you want to make a quick buck make 200 bucks off every coin if you're a day trader you can do that but uh yeah that's all we got you think the market analysis you think ethereum is going to cross 4,000 in the next week absolutely so you think it's going to it's yeah. going to bounce back over 4,000 you, with, the, with the burn mechanism and the amount of people using the using the platform. Well, so, since we're on this, uh, we'll, we'll continue the discussion. Since we're on this uh, end of the year, next year kind of thing, let's uh, let's expand on this idea. Uh, if anybody wants uh, 2022 predictions or insights on any projects or just this, uh, the market sentiment, just, just drop that in the chat. We'll uh, discuss it. We're going to maybe spend about five minutes uh, talking about what to expect in 2022. Uh, now, question for you, David. What? Ethereum. Is it going to flip Bitcoin in 2022? No. Will it ever flip Ethereum? Will it ever flip Bitcoin? Yes. What year? 2023. Okay. Uh, and because, because once they go to ETH 2.0, it's going to take some time. But they will start because once, unless, unless smart contracts come to Bitcoin, which there's a couple of companies and projects that are doing that right now, unless Bitcoin starts being used between the burn mechanism, between moving to ETH 2.0, between being the absolute giant of layer one smart contract capable platforms. Like, I don't like, we keep hearing ETH killer, ETH killer. There's not going to be an ETH killer. The only people that, the only ETH killer is ETH themselves. Do you think any other project will ever flip ethereum at this very moment no okay what about in 2022 is there going to be anybody that overtakes ethereum in 2022 as far as market cap yeah no and then moving to the distant future possibly because we don't know what's what's coming but I, like the landscape right now no the only the only one i can think maybe is cardano because of the level they're going to 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 for people to use their blockchain like what you gotta you what you guys gotta understand is they're about to turn the continent of africa into the technology hub of the entire world they're gonna have their governments their voting their school system they're like everything is going to be run on their blockchain you don't think solana will uh is a better Hell candidate no bro the fucking every time people go to use it the system crashes man <laughs> 
Hell no. Solana. Well, I mean, the same thing happens to Ethereum. I mean, it doesn't necessarily crash, but they have a lot of issues. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, people still use it. So. But Ethereum's king, man. Like. Okay. So here, here's my thoughts. Okay. Okay. Make it quick. Don't go on a five-hour rant, please. Continue. I gave you the floor. Okay? Yeah, I don't take five hours to make yeah. a point. Anyways, anyway, uh, I think I think XRP, Ethereum will yeah, not. Right. I don't think Ethereum will ever flip Bitcoin. I don't think. I think ever? there's ever Ethereum will never flip Bitcoin. I don't think Bitcoin will ever lose their stronghold. It is the first. It has the first mover uh, advantage. Uh, there is too much institutions behind it, and as more institutions, as more boardrooms talk about diversifying their portfolios and acquiring assets, they're going to keep moving into solely Bitcoin. And when Walmart and Amazon and other players decide to get into cryptocurrency, they're going to acquire Bitcoin. And so all of the big players are going to go to Bitcoin, not Ethereum. There are a lot of retail investors that are in Ethereum. It is has a lot of utility, but let's just be real. Bitcoin forever and ever will, will, be, will be the king. Um, You're wrong. Now, I think Ethereum will get flipped, though. 100%. By who? Cardano? Yeah, I think, I think Cardano. Well, that was I think, the I think one. They're, they're the most likely. Yeah, most that was, likely that was the one I thought was most but likely. But don't, dis, don't discount XRP. I think XRP could, uh, could flip Ethereum. Just not next year. Hmm. Uh, maybe two years from now. I mean, just think about it. XRP. The, the transition from the traditional financial system that we have now with the banks uh, is gonna they're gonna have to, with the transition they're gonna have to incorporate blockchain technology slowly they're not you're not gonna go from traditional bank to what coinbase is and i think we're gonna slowly get there however it's gonna it's gonna take time it's gonna be a transition and they're gonna use uh platforms that make it easier for them to do that so okay yeah all right well we hope you guys had a great time we know we did for those of you that came back, we love you guys. Come back again tomorrow, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another one of our live episodes. We are dropping a deep dive. What are we doing? The Helium? Robin? Uh, the Helium. Helium. Helium, helium Network. If you want to know what it is, we did a deep dive on it. We are going to be launching it on the channel today around 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Make sure you check that out. Vegas Standard Time. Vegas Standard Time. We love you guys. Come back tomorrow. We'll see you again. Have a great rest of your day. Peace. Talk nothing but nonsense, David. Yeah, okay. Nothing but nonsense.